Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalip Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Audio's Matt Mosley. Very pleased to be with you on this uh, holiday week. Today is Tuesday, a couple days away from Thanksgiving, and uh, we got a lot to be thankful for in the world of sports, everything going down, some excitement. Aaron, the uh, we may have a late addition to the show. I was uh, in typical form. I tried to actually uh, look away from my email this afternoon and was uh, hanging with family. Uh, in fact, my daughter and I went out and had a nice lunch. And, of course, some folks were trying to get to us via email to let us know um, one of the top officials from the Dallas Sports Commission, the uh, Big 12 has landed the uh, the final four for 2030. Aaron, does that seem like it's a ways away? Uh, don't do the math on that. I'm trying to think how old we'll be. Uh, at that point, but 2030, and some of the other years were announced. We're going to Vegas. Detroit was in the mix. There are others, but uh, but you know, coming back to, and I say Dallas. It's the Dallas Sports Commission, but it's going to be the North Texas Final Four. So it will be. Somebody was doing the math. Kind of acted like it'll be maybe 16 years between. Final four stops, and uh, that'll be exciting stuff. And Aaron, let's think about that. Scott Drew is now about what fifty one, fifty two. He'll be that year if the Bears make it to the final four uh, in Dallas. Scott will be about sixty. He'll he'll have turned sixty perhaps that season. I bet he'll be a young sixty. The man stays away from strong drink, prays a lot. Good, good man. Um, not the people who <laughs> like a strong drink aren't good people, but uh, Scott really, really has. Uh, he'll be fine. Scott does not get into a lot of nightlife situations. Now, Aaron, speaking of nightlife, not everybody follows that path, and we do have some breaking NFL news. Aaron, if you would reach over and play. You know what? Breaking news out of the NFL as I step into our newsroom. It's usually Aaron is kind of our breaking news coordinator, but I'll go ahead and do the honors. The Cardinals, Aaron, I don't know how much of that game you watch. Monday Night Football got out of control. If you're like me, sometimes you try to do a few things. You're like, I think I'll settle in now and watch the second half of Monday Night Football. Or maybe you just watch the entire thing. I've done that before, too. Well, this one was out of control. This one, uh, I mean, it was kind of an ugly game. San Francisco looked really good. Uh, Cardinals really didn't get much done. 
ends up thirty-eight to ten or whatever, and they were just piling it up there at the end. And a really good performance by the 49ers. In fact, you could you could watch that performance last night and maybe talk yourself into thinking the 49ers could be the best team in the NFC. Like they're the Cowboys' best competition instead of the Eagles. Now, is that fair to the Eagles? Probably not. Eagles are nine and one, but that was an impressive sight. With the news breaking a little while ago that the Cardinals, who lost that game, they were in Mexico. Aaron, I don't know if you saw the 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 intro to that. That was very funny. The uh, ESPN Deportes guy, I can't think of his name. He's a really nice guy. He did kind of the announcement, and, and I think they had him mic'd up at the stadium, and he did it in a very exciting type, you know, kind of like when we think of watching Mexico play soccer. He did it in that manner, you know, but Monday Night Football, and he did it in Spanish. And uh, it was it was a very exciting entry, uh, you know, intro into the game. Now, was there a reason the Cardinals looked bad in that game? Well, there might have been. I don't want to blame it all on this, but I do need to bring this to everybody's attention. The Cardinals have uh, this is according to Bob uh, McManaman McManaman, who uh, writes there for the Arizona Republic. The Cardinals have relieved offensive line coach slash running game coordinator Sean Kugler, K-U-G-L-E-R, of his duties following an incident in Mexico City on Sunday night per coach Cliff Kingsbury, and they sent him home. It happened Sunday night. On Monday, they said, head on home. It's kind of like Aaron when we were kids and you're on some kind of trip, and you got into some issues, they say, go on home, all right? We're just going to send you right on home. And that he did not even get to coach in the game. What was the incident incident that happened in Mexico City? I don't know. We don't know yet. We don't, we don't have that information, and Cliff Kingsbury didn't share that. Aaron, how long do you think it'll take TMZ Sports to get to the bottom of this one? of what happened with Coach Kugler. Do you think some people are searching the – and, again, it's easier because we kind of know the court system and we know how to look for mug shots in the States. Perhaps not as easy in Mexico City to be scouring the – you know, I don't know. I mean, do they do a – Did he? I mean, we don't even know if he got arrested. We just know there was an incident and Sean Kugler has been fired. Now, Aaron – it's likely you were watching this game closer, uh, more closely than I was because you probably have some fantasy players involved in the game. Did you notice some poor production from the Cardinals on in the running game in the in this one? I would say I would guess yes because they only ended up with ten points. Yeah, absolutely. They and they've struggled to run the ball all year. Uh, James Connors had a decent fantasy season when he's been yeah. healthy, but that's only because he scored touchdowns. His, his, well, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to sound too nerdy, but his the advanced metrics on him are pretty bad. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm. I'm letting one of our guests, by the way, know at 4:20. Um, he was. He was ready to go. Ready. I'm going to remind him. We're going to call him in about 10 minutes. All right. Um, 
and I'll just say from a 254. Our man, I love, I love Kent Laster, um, the uh, coach at university. You know, I had uh, he had he had said, "Hey, give me a you know thirty minute warning." And Aaron, for once, I remembered at about fifty, about ten minutes before our show started, I sent him a, a message. I said, "Coach, we're you know we'll be calling you about thirty minutes." He said, "Hey, ready to go now." <laughs> so we probably Aaron, I should have I should have just we should have just had him on right at the start of the show when Kent when Coach Laster's ready to go, we need to be ready to go, but. Um, uh, he he said he'll be fine and be ready to go at 420. That is the coach of uh, University uh, here in Waco, Texas, and we're very excited to have him on for a lot of reasons. And uh, I've got a lot of attachment to where he went to high school. I married a uh, woman who went to high school with Coach Laster right around the same time, and well, he came from uh, Forest Meadow Junior High. My wife came from Lake Highlands Junior High and uh, went to school together. And so Kent Laster has become a big-time success story at university, and this turnaround this year is a great story. And though they ran into a buzzsaw on Friday night at uh, Fort Ben Marshall, and I think uh, Aaron, that was in Giddings. Perhaps they played in Giddings. They, it, that was... That was like a that's the number two team in the state they ran up against. Okay, that that was asking a lot, but still a great season, and so excited to visit with Coach Laster. So everybody that loves that uh, university program and and just loves Central Texas high school football in general, be by, be ready because we'll do that here uh, coming up in just about nine minutes from now. We'll call Coach Laster. And Aaron, we got to be on time because, from what I've been told, um, Coach Laster, there's no, there's no coming in late. You got to wear the the right clothing. I mean, this is a by the book uh, guy. So, really looking forward to that at four twenty. Now, Aaron, the uh, a member of that Dallas Sports Commission. It looks like at five o'clock, Monica Paul, who uh, kind of helped run that. Uh, uh, you know, the, the Dallas's bid or North Texas's bid for the 2030. And, and again, this is the Big 12. The Big 12 is represented in this one uh, because the, the it's the conference that uh, wins the bid. But also, obviously, the Dallas Sports Commission played a huge role in this. And Monica Paul looks like she'll probably be with us at five o'clock if uh, I'll check my email. Folks, uh, Aaron, I found, you know, they, they move a little faster sometimes than I do. I literally put something out to one of our Big 12 people thinking, well, you know, Joni and the gang, uh, Bob Berta, they might be on vacation already. I'll just see if they could get somebody on with us. And literally within three minutes, they responded. So that's you talk about good PR. That is really solid PR work. And then, Aaron, I took a break from my phone, believe it or not, and then I had like seven emails when I came back two hours later. So we'll look at that at 5 o'clock. And then J.J. Joe, the legend himself, the uh, former Baylor quarterback, will be joining us at 5.20 today. So a really power-packed show. Some people say, well, is Mosley just uh, mail it in during the holidays? Well, I mean – the answer normally would be yes, but uh, Aaron, we we're just we're fully packed today. We got a lot going on, and uh, we're excited 
about that. Now, uh, a little bit of Cowboys news real quick. Dak, and I was looking look real quick on our uh, ESPN because it's one of the big headlines right now. I wanted to get this quote exactly right. Dak spoke to reporters today, and they cannot stop talking about uh, Odell Beckham Jr. I mean, this and Jerry was on his show today, too, talking about that, hey, they're going to sit down, and I think they're going to try to see if they can make something happen. I mean, at this point, Aaron, it's kind of like, well, let us know when you get something. But, I mean, do we need to talk about this every single day? But when the quarterback of the Cowboys weighs in, um, I think it is important to have that represented. All right, just a little while ago, Dak was quoted saying of, of OBJ, he knows how much I want him here. And a lot of these guys in this locker room I've, I've seen have reached out on their own in different ways to making, to making sure that he understands that this is a team that he can help. And we want him to come help. And then um, what has OBJ told Dak Prescott about his interest in joining the Cowboys? To which Dak responded, mutual, honestly, mutual all right so indicating that there is mutual interest from both um sources told adam schefter of espn this week beckham's expected to wait until after thanksgiving okay that's coming up pretty quickly here to pick a new team other teams believed to be in the mix include kansas city chiefs buffalo bills in the San Francisco 49ers. And so that's uh, very, very interesting news coming out. And um, and I, I, this is uh, it's going to be interesting to watch it all happen. All right. Um, we do get an opportunity next to talk to Coach Laster at uh, Waco University High School. We know him. Uh, this has been a great run for university. You'll hear from their head coach next. This is Dallas Cowboys football 2022 at the Green Bay 35 first and 10 only heard here and Prescott will fake it to Pollard back to throw all season deep left lamb 10 touchdown CD Lamb. Thanksgiving Day. It's your Cowboys and the New York Giants. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. Cowboys, Giants, Thanksgiving afternoon at 2.30 on ESPN Central Texas. There's no better place to watch the big game than Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse. And they're here to help with some money-saving deals. $3 off nachos on Mondays, $3.50 single tacos on Tuesday, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2.50 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $7 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Friday. Plus, there's live music on Wednesdays. Come join in the fun. Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, 330 Austin Avenue, downtown Waco. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham. 
Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. Hi, this is Eric Sakura at Sakura Family Ford with my favorite cousin, Clint Sakura. Thanks, Eric. You've seen us on our TV commercials over the years, but our dads are always doing the talking. Now it's finally our turn to invite you to come see us for your next vehicle. Wait, hold on, Eric. Do you think there's a reason that we only get to talk on the radio? Uh, probably because the grandkids are cuter on TV. That's true. Take the Sakura exit in West and come see us at Sakura Family Ford where our, our family, family makes, makes the, the difference. difference. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. This is Greg Hill, General Manager of Mission Golf Cars, the nation's number one EasyGo golf car dealer. We are proud to announce the opening of our newest store in Waco, Texas, offering the full line of EasyGo and Cushman vehicles for the golf course, the neighborhood, the beach, the farm, and industry. Mission Golf Cars has the knowledge and experience to handle all of your golf car needs from sales and service to leasing and rentals. But our true expertise is in our commitment to our customers' experience. Mission Golf Cars, now open at Bagby and Highway 6. Stop in today for a test drive or check us out at missiongolfcars.com. Being stuck on the side of the road is stressful, no matter what time it is. Tow King of Waco is available for your assistance 24-7 to reduce that stress and keep you safe. Their friendly and professional staff provides heavy and light towing, equipment transportation, unlock service, and roadside assistance. And they're fully certified and licensed. Locally owned and operated, and here when you need them, Tow King of Waco. Call 254-666-5484. And remember, slow down or move over. The Backyard Bar Stage and Grill at 511 South 8th in Waco is proud to support the Mart Panthers on their playoff run in 2022. The Backyard has a great selection of food specials, including buy one appetizers, get one half off on Mondays. Tuesdays, it's $5 nachos or small shed. Wednesdays, get half off barbecue sandwiches. And Thursdays, all you can eat ribs for just $30. On Fridays, until 6 p.m., all you can eat fish for only $15. The Backyard is your home for great entertainment. Check out BackyardWaco.com. That's the Backyard Bar Stage and Grill, 511 South 8th and Waco, open seven days a week, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. It's fall. Pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call.
ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football saw San Francisco beat Arizona 38 to 10 last night. Virginia and Virginia Tech game has been canceled in wake of the shooting that killed three Virginia players. For both teams, the season will end. Tonight in college football, Ball State at Miami of Ohio and Bowling Green at Ohio both kick at 6 o'clock. College football playoff ranking show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. The return of EA Sports College football now has a timeline. It will drop the summer of 2024 with some NIL deals for players who are used in the game. Heisman hopeful Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker is done for the season after a torn ACL in the loss to South Carolina 63-38 on Saturday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. That is uh, Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, boy, university head football coach now joining us. And uh, Kent Lasher, uh, it is, uh, man, It's I've really been excited to get to visit with you. I know it's got to be a, a tough week because you just, you know, you just keep wanting this thing to last and, and go and keep moving. Have you sort of moved past the... The frustration, uh, uh, Coach. By the way, before we jump into this, it's so exciting to have you, and uh, congratulations on a on a breakthrough season out there at university. Well, I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, it's it's a little bittersweet. We had a really good year. We were six points from winning ten ball games. Uh, we won six overall, and that's more than universities had in you know about thirteen years. So. I'm glad we uh, we broke through, as you mentioned before. Um, uh, got to the second round. We faced a really good Marshall team, Fort Bend Marshall, and um, I believe they're ranked number one or two in the state. And um, made some mistakes early um, in that game, and kind of got us behind. And you know, hat goes off to them. You know, they they really don't have a lot of weaknesses, if any, on their team. They have speed and they have size, and and they are. They've they've won a lot of games. Uh, they've won, they've only lost one or two games in five, every year for more than five years. So they, that was something that was good for our team to see and match up against uh, because we you know a lot of our kids this is the first time we've been there. So um, you know coming off the season we had in 2021 and now we're in 2022. Now the expectations and um, you know the things that we expect to do um, are are obviously going in the right direction, and that was a lot that we learned from just playing that game. You know, this is what you envisioned. You knew you could turn this thing around, this once proud program, uh, but of course you have to demonstrate it, and and then you got to get people to believe. Like even when you said 2021, you weren't winning football games. When you look back on all that, uh, Coach Laster, what? What, was there a moment in 2021, at least, where you said, okay, I think we are going to turn the corner or something, even when you weren't getting that immediate uh, feedback from, from the, that comes with success? Was there any part of the process that, that you thought, okay, we're going to be fine here and we're going to be able to do this? I would say the latter part of the 2021 season when our kids, you know, even though we weren't winning when our kids – when they started to buy into to what you know, you there's a way to win with dignity, and there's a way to lose with dignity, and there's a way to to handle yourself both ways. 
where you show that you have the the mental toughness and the fortitude to to that will sustain you and 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 help you work in the long run. And so you know, probably around Burleson, maybe even Everman, and then on uh, Seguin, definitely Seguin. The way we played that game, that was the one game we we actually were close and we had a chance. And our kids, their demeanor was. You know, it was just we. They had great energy the entire game, and so after that game, uh, you know, that Seguin game, which was game ten, I said, you will, you know, that next Monday, once we said goodbye to the seniors, we told that group, uh, you know, hey, we we need to put the work in in the off season. We need to take that same energy and focus and intensity that we had in that game, and learn the lessons that we learned the entire season. And know that if we want to do better, it's up to us. Nobody's going to give us anything. Let's put the work in. And that was in November of 2021, talking about 2022. And then we went, you know, in the off season. We had a great banquet. We had a great, uh, all, you know, spring uh, football uh, boot camp. Uh, we did that for the first time. And then summer strength and condition. Everybody showed up to strength and conditioning. And uh, of course, that's that's voluntary. So, but everybody showed up. When they did that, I knew. Good things were on the horizon, and uh, mm-hmm. you know, you you say you know you don't really know, but you you know, I've I've kind of done this for a while, and I've this is my second program where we kind of have gone from taking over a team that hasn't had success recently, and then you know, the second year, just like at Central, we won six games and went to the playoffs. It's it's very similar to what happened when I was at Little Rock Central. Um, that program hadn't won. Uh, they hadn't had a winning season, and then year two was the, was the year that we turned it around and and going from there. So we're we got a lot to look forward to. We just got to put in a lot of work, and um, I'm I'm happy to have a lot of guys that are coming back um, that are that are Letterman and uh, and have done well. So we just we just got to keep working. Kit Laster joining the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Coach, what draws you to these? turnaround situations i mean what a historic i toured a few years ago on a trip we went through little rock central and they had across the street of course the museum and Mm -hmm. and and just such all the history and everything but is there is there something about these these programs that you know have have maybe uh, like you say this this program hadn't been to the uh, university hadn't been to playoffs Mm -hmm. it's 2009 what is it about those type of programs that sort of seem to draw you in what do you what do you enjoy about this process because i'm sure the university folks are hoping mm-hmm. that you'll go ahead and stay around and <laughs> reap the reap the benefits of all this hard work well i mean i don't know if it's so much that i've you know it's of course i love helping people and kids that's you know i tell the kids all the time you know my number one goal in coaching is i, I want to win championships and i want to get scholarships and i want to i want them to be all you know Win accolades and do what they have to do, but at the same time, my biggest uh, mission in my life is to be able to help people experience things that they never would have experienced. And so that's, you know, when we spend time with our kids going to games, and I took about 20 of them to Austin to spend the night and go out to eat and go out and, and just go have a good time um, and just watch them in the settings where it's not about our football, our necessarily playing football, but we're we're watching Texas spring ball, or we're going to TCU, or we're going to A and M, or we going to 
just a, a trip with some dads or something like that. Um, that's my biggest goal. But, you know, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of an underdog. I, I, you know, I grew up my earliest years when South Dallas and, you know, I took the kids one time to literally where I was from 2832 Grand Avenue, right down from Fair Park. And that's where my, my first memories in life were there. I would lived in that neighborhood until the third grade. So I went to kindergarten till third. And then my mom eventually moved us out to Lake Collins. And so kind of have that underdog uh, mentality. I've always kind of had to work uh, my way up. Um, I did that when I was a college coach going from division two to FCS to FBS and then being a, eventually being a coordinator and having a lot of years where I interviewed for a lot of jobs came close, didn't get jobs over the Frisco nine years, didn't get an opportunity. And so I just, I guess, you know, God has put me in a position where um, I had to learn patience and I had to learn how to just keep working and keep chopping and, and um, you know, just show that, you know, we can take people. I could help people that hadn't done a lot uh, and had a, a lot of success. And you know what? If we just keep working, um, eventually the hard work is going to pay off. So I guess that kind of the underdog with university kind of being that underdog and me being an underdog, I guess – that kind of went together along with Central at the time, um, you know, the same thing. So I've just been really blessed with these two programs to be able to show that it really can be done. How much did um, Mike Zafudo and that Lake Highlands program play a, play a role in what you chose to do in your profession? I mean, I'm amazed at how many head coaches wow. now out across yeah. Texas uh, by the way, I'm old buddies with Dave Handel. I've mm-hmm. known him for years, yeah. and I guess he's in Tomball now. But, boy, you go right down the line. You guys are kind of all across the the state. What was it about that program, especially well, kind of in the early yeah. 90s and when you all had that thing mm-hmm. rolling in? Stiggers gets there. Marcus, I saw Marcus the other night, mm-hmm. by the way. Uh, wow. What What was what was kind of going on? Is it, it had to be more than just, oh, they were great at the wishbone or great at the running that mm-hmm. veer that you all did. What was it about that staff in that group that has produced so many uh, excellent coaches like yourself? Yeah, oh, man, that, that right there is pretty amazing. Uh, first of all, you know, Mike Zafudo, I get a little emotion thinking about it, but um, – First of all, he was a disciplinarian. Uh, he was a former Marine, two-time Purple Heart winner or recipient. He didn't he didn't win it, but he was uh, wounded in Vietnam. And the discipline that we had in high school, I think a lot of us we have that uh, in us. Every coach on his staff became a head coach. Every single coach, and so guys like J.B. Wallace, Kenny Wheaton, uh, Jim Jim Ledford, uh, Harry Everett. All of them, Coach Sanders, every Coach J.B. Wallace, every one of them became head coaches. And so the discipline and the foundation was laid um, from the everyday work that we put in. We we as players, we had some good players, but we mainly were kind of average to good players. We had some really great players. You mentioned Marcus Stiggers. You mentioned, uh, you know, guys like Detron Smith and uh, – you know, John Walters that started at Alabama, Marcus Coleman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I, I could keep going on, uh, you know, the guys. But um, he instilled in us, and, and uh, Zafudo was uh, – he he kind of ran it like a, a Marine, uh, you know, a, a boot camp type of program. And so we, in, we knew that we won because we were more disciplined. 
Uh, we played, the, we beat Dallas Carter. We we would beat, you know, the Richardson. They was re- they were really good, and we matched up against Temple back in those days. And so fast forward, all his his staff became head coaches, and they had their run. Jerry Gaden was one of them. He had a phenomenal run, two semifinals in the late nineties. And and then uh, you look at um, David Handel. You look at who's at Tomball. You look at uh, Reed Heim, who's still undefeated at Den Geyer. Uh, Shea Hendricks is undefeated at Bernie. Uh, at Bernie High School, uh, and it's just so many great coaches that came out of his tree, and we all have that in common. Yeah, and uh, wow. you know he was. It, it's really, you know, the legacy that Mike Zafudo gave us in the in the late '80s, early '90s uh, is lasting today with so many great coaches, and a lot of that alumni is still gone. They've moved back, their families back. And now play at Lake Islands again, and uh, me and my wife and my kids, we actually coming back from Colorado. I met with um, his daughter and uh, his son-in-law at at his gravesite, and his ki- his grandkids are the same age as my my two daughters. So they played. We thought we were only going to be there for about fifteen minutes. They played uh-huh. for an hour, and I just <laughs> you know we just had a great time. But you know it, it's you know I, I can go on and on about Coach Coach Z because. You know, at the end of the day, I probably wouldn't even be a coach if it, if it wasn't for him. Yeah, and then he did some broadcasting, didn't he? And and he uh, did. even yeah. <laughs> was very he famous for on. one. <laughs> oh yeah. On, uh, he had, <laughs> I tell you what, I just happened to be back in '95 or '96. I happened to be coming back. He asked me. He called me. He said, "Will you come do the?" He was doing uh, the broadcast for Lake Islands, and then I know obviously that same year in the playoffs. Uh, John Tyler and Plano East, they uh, they play, and that was the game where uh, Plano East comes back, and John Tyler runs the kickoff back at the last second, and uh, you know he has, you know it was it's famous, it's all everybody knows about that that uh, that broadcast and that game, and Mike Caputo, uh goes down in history. So uh, yeah, you're bringing up some some really interesting things, but I'm just blessed to say that um, all of my my uh, fellow teammates and alumni and you know we weren't it wasn't just the football team everybody whether they were a Highland Ed or whether they were you know cheerleader or it, it was it's really special and um at that I just happened to be there at that time when all that was happening and we had mm-hmm. some great runs well and another good buddy is Ryan Smith who was uh I guess with you overlapped with you as well as a doctor now. Yeah. All of y'all have gone on to do uh, mm-hmm. amazing things. It's really neat. What about your seniors? Um you know that, that's got that's going to go down as one of the most important senior classes in many many years at university. Uh and I thought that was cool the other night. I heard that they addressed uh and you may have asked them to do that. I'm mm-hmm. not sure how that all went down, but that was a uh, I heard that was kind of a cool scene, it, it, even after a tough loss, that they were kind of still uh, passing it down to that next group and, and addressing the rest of the team. Was that a pretty special moment for you to, to, to be a part of? Absolutely. You know, I, again, I, the biggest thing we try to teach these young men and young ladies, because we've got trainers that are there, and they're, they're like a part of the team, but we try to teach um, these young men that, you know, whether you win or you lose, you've got to do it with, with class and dignity. And, um, you know, after every game, we, we honor the other team's alma mater. And then a lot of times they'll come back and do it with us. And and then uh, 
then obviously when we got we we form a U and we talk and we do this in practice, but this was the one time where every senior got up. We don't after every practice they don't all get up and talk. But before I say anything, I allow the coaching staff and I allow the the seniors or the captains to say something. Well, this time every senior we we wanted every senior to get up and and say something about their experience and encouraging the young guys that are coming back and that was really good as a senior just watch a senior who's obviously has some you know some emotions going on being able to uh address his teammates one last time and um we're i'm really thankful for all those seniors for what they've done and sticking sticking to it and being the group that they were the ones that you know brought university out of the wilderness uh you know i talk about about that a lot you know coming out of the wilderness and uh and they decided to do that. All right. Well, I tell you, um, this I knew this would be fun. I've been looking forward to getting to visit with you. You know, I've been trying it for a few weeks now, uh, and uh, this was uh, this was a great season. And by the way, kind of where I'm, where we're spending Thanksgiving right now, I can kind of peek out my window here and see the boneyard. Just so you know, so <laughs> that's awesome. You're, I tell you, yeah, that's awesome. That is awesome. Your your yeah. old stomping grounds there, and sure. that uh, boy, y'all had some amazing teams. So let's do this again, Coach, and uh, continued success to you. And uh, I just hope University can hold on to you because um, I don't want you to get interested in another turnaround. <laughs> that's, that's, uh, that's right. I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you, you bet. A great one. Have you great bet. It's a happy Thanksgiving. Kent Laster, the uh, head coach uh, over at uh, University, uh, has done a great job with athletics over there uh, in that position, and, and they just made a great hire, you know. You never know. I mean, all those years ago, Waco ISD got it right with Johnny Tusa. That became a monster. University had those great runs, and, boy, we know everybody who was a part of that, some of the players over the years and LT and all of that. But um, but Kent Laster is starting a new and exciting chapter with uh, with university. So that's a lot of fun to get to catch up with him. All right. It is the Matt Mosley show ESP in Central Texas. And you know what time it is. Campus confidential. It's next. It's round three of the Texas Schoolboy football playoffs, and the Mar Panthers take on Sims Bowie this Friday afternoon. Our coverage of Mar Panthers football begins at 1.30 with the pregame show. We'll have the kickoff and all the action at 2 o'clock on our sister station, Kicker, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM. Again, 1.30 for the pregame, 2 o'clock for the kick on our sister station, 1590 AM and 99.3 FM, Kicker Country. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 88 
When you need to build a fence on your farm or ranch, whether it's an eight-foot game fence for your deer or exotic animals or any type of livestock, Aim High Fence is the one to call. They're a turnkey operation to include custom entryways and gates, pipe rail fence, working pens, and water gaps. With over 50 years of combined experience, you can count on them for a quality fence. Owner Craig Davidson is a 1983 Crawford graduate and an 82nd Airborne veteran. So give them a call for a free estimate at 254-981-3595. AimHighFence.com or look them up on Facebook. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number. So, why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Are you ready to jump into a career with a local Fortune 500 company? Sherwood-Williams is hiring for CDL drivers pay averaging $92,000 annually and regional CDL drivers with pay averaging $94,000 annually. Sherwin-Williams offers competitive benefits including paid vacation and flex time, medical, dental, vision, life insurance, 401k, and pension. Apply today at careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. That's careers.sherwin.com forward slash drivers. Sherwin-Williams is an equal opportunity employer including disability and veterans. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. If your vendor does not value your feedback, you're with the wrong one. At UBO Business Services, we are serious about being in the service business. We send a survey after every service call. If it's positive, we call or email them with a thank you for their feedback. If it is negative, we call to see how we can make it better. No matter what your business is, we are all in the customer service business. In your office, if your sticker does not say UBO on the machine, do they really care? Call Sean Hunt at 254 209-2101 or ubeo.com. Black Friday deals are here at Republic Gun Club. If you're hunting for the perfect gift for your outdoor enthusiasts this Christmas, we have firearms, accessories, and memberships all on sale. Stop by and spread some joy this holiday season. Remember, Republic Gun Club is your home in the range. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Monday Night Football saw San Francisco beat Arizona 38 to 10 last night. 
Virginia and Virginia Tech game has been canceled in wake of the shooting that killed three Virginia players. For both teams, the season will end. Tonight in college football, Ball State at Miami of Ohio and Bowling Green at Ohio both kick at 6 o'clock. College football playoff ranking show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. The return of EA Sports College football now has a timeline. It will drop the summer of 2024 with some NIL deals for players who are used in the game. Heisman hopeful Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker is done for the season after a torn ACL in the loss to South Carolina 63-38 on Saturday. Sports Center, every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, we do a lot of interviews, uh, but boy, talking to Coach Laster, love it when uh, when somebody you know pours into it like he does and is so authentic and really neat to get to visit with him uh, about so many different things and uh, and in his love for well, these people hold on to the relationships to. Uh, they're high school coaches all their lives. Uh, you know, my dad played at Elkhart High School and still to this day talks about his high school coach as much as any coach that he ever had. So it's, uh, uh, it is a, uh, it's kind of an amazing thing to hear it. And, uh, well, Coach Laster is doing a tremendous job at university, and uh, it'll be fun to see what the next step they take next year. I mean, they almost won a district championship this year, and I think we'll be in the mix for that. Uh, next season. All right, it's time to talk a little bit of uh, college athletics. We've got all kinds of college basketball, college football. Tonight, the college football playoff committee will uh, release its latest rankings. Aaron, where do you want to start today? Let's start with the Auburn coaching search. Old Miss coach mm. and avid Twitter user Lane Kiffin has responded to a report claiming that he is going to be the next Auburn head coach. WCBI News John. John Sokoloff had it written out, and I still didn't get, didn't get it the okay. first try. Anyway, uh, John Sokoloff from D- WCBI News uh, in Alabama tweeted Monday night that Kiffin plans on stepping down as the old Miss coach and taking the Auburn job. Kiffin not only tweeted out, that's news to me, John, and nice sources, but he also <laughs> tweeted out a screenshot of a piece of paper that said, breaking news, John Sokoloff of WCBI News in Starkville, Mississippi, plans to step down as lead anchor and head to WOLX to become the new lead anchor there. So, <laughs> so uh, well, Lane Kiffin, one of the one of the better Twitter users as far as college football coaches, continues to be impressive with his. Yeah, yeah, he's so good at it that you kind of forget like when he gets beat. You know, it's like that he he could turn around and do something funny like that. He's had a good run. It Ole Miss, and we thought that Auburn might make a run at him. You know, um, have we ever seen that KU quarterback, by the way? Has he ever gotten back on the field? I didn't know if he played against Texas or not, because, you know, everybody made fun of that guy. I'm just saying, I think we all need to apologize to this guy if Kiffin does end up leaving for Auburn, because everybody's dunking on this poor guy and laughing at him, and that's a that's a big story for a, a young, you could tell that guy's extremely young, um, a local news guy to try to break. And it, at least for now, 
it's been completely shut down from Kiffin, uh, by Kiffin, and he's clowning on the poor guy. And so we shall see because uh, this guy is Aaron. What um, was that? Is this guy a? Does he cover Auburn or does he cover like Ole Miss? Like how is he covers uh, Ole Miss? Oh, he does. Okay, yeah. they're they're in Oxford or mm-hmm. or around there. Uh, well, it's a boy. That's a big swing and a miss. If it is a miss, again, I you know, there's no Auburn could come in there and land Lane Kiffin, and if they do, I think we need to kind of everybody owes this guy an apology. But boy, you're right, Lane Kiffin's funny, and his dog's funny too. Doesn't his dog have an account that's always like putting stuff out? Is that Juice Kiffin, I believe, that has its own Twitter account? Lane Kiffin has learned how to use social media. Um, you know, it's just funny. He and Dave Aranda are so different. Like, Dave Aranda is kind of funny in his own way, and he and he says extremely interesting stuff, but he would never do it on social media. Like, he's just not even – there is no way. Now, I think Dave Aranda does have a Twitter account, mm-hmm. and maybe occasionally there's some statements that come out from him. I promise you there's no way Dave Aranda handles his own Twitter. It just doesn't happen. <laughs> there's one famous NFL guy who I'm not going to name him because he's getting way up there. But what's always funny to me is he has a Twitter account, and you can tell it's it's somebody because it's, like, really witty and saying all these things. And it's just – and, of course, I don't know who was using it the day he made – some. oh, that was on SiriusXM when he said some stuff that got him in trouble. But, uh, anyway, some people have other people do their social media. And it can be good and it can help them. But, for, fortunately for Aranda, whoever handles his social media doesn't try. You know, like they're not trying to put stuff out because Dave does not have time for Twitter and Facebook – and Instagram, and all these other things. The rest of us spend our lives on these things. Aranda's got too much for it. But Kiffin uses it to his advantage. I think it helps him in recruiting. It, it Some coaches are just built for it because he's very funny. Now, like, Leach is very funny, but he tried to do – he was trying to do some social media stuff, and he did one and got in big trouble for it. And so he kind of had to back away from his social media. I would say right now, Lane Kiffin, of, of coaches in any is, – is he the best of all coaches? Aaron, I'm just trying to think if anybody else does it extremely well. Like, I'm, I'm thinking of college basketball coaches. Like, Jerome Tang's good because Jerome's kind of having fun and putting stuff out there. But as far as just clowning on people – and doing funny stuff, I don't know if anybody's better than Lane. No, I think I'd have to agree with that. He is, uh, he is the best. Yeah. As far as the ones I follow, maybe there's a couple. But, I mean, I follow most of them. Best uh, tweeter out there. Absolutely. Uh, a couple of players have declared for the NFL draft, the 2023 NFL draft. Texas Tech outside linebacker Tyree Wilson announced Sunday the 6'6", 275-pound edge rusher is the number 10 overall prospect in Taj McShay's draft rankings and number 15 in Mel Kuyper's. He is the number two defensive prospect, according to both McShay and Kuyper, going into this year's NFL draft. And also, SMU quarterback Tanner Mordecai has said he plans to walk 
at Senior Day on Saturday against Memphis with the intention of entering the NFL draft after this season. Mordecai had one season of eligibility left if he wanted to play next year. And the former Midway quarterback, we've known about him for years. And I, I think if you watched any part of that Houston game and you've watched him, I mean, there are there, there's some major, major arm talent and ability there. And uh, I think there's enough there to make you think that he's got a shot in the NFL. You know, he, he went to Oklahoma, never really got his shot to be a starter, competed, I think really hung in there well, could have transferred way before he did. Finally transfers out, gets his chance, and, and, and really is going to end up having a great career there at SMU. Yeah, has it been as, as good as they wanted? No. But um, he's got all kinds of ability. I mean, I, I wish he'd come back for one more year because I think he could be have a, like an unbelievable season. But it kind of works out best for everybody because he can go try to play NFL, and they've got a guy named Preston Stone who was their, one of their greatest recruits ever. I don't want to say the greatest ever because – I mean, that's a school that had Eric Dickerson. But of the post-death um, penalty era, they, he, this was like one of the highest recruits they'd ever had, this quarterback, Preston Stone. Uh, and so he'll get his chance to start for SMU. He'll have a great chance at it. They may bring in some other competition, but he'll have his chance. The ratings for college football games from last weekend are out. The most watched game was Ohio State Maryland, 6.6 million viewers. The second most was Michigan Illinois, 5.5 million viewers. Then Tennessee South Carolina, just under 5 million. USC and UCLA, 4.5. Georgia Kentucky, 4.48. TCU Baylor, 4.4. And then the bottom three as far as ratings Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, the Bedlam game with 3 million viewers. Utah and Oregon, a very important Pac-12 matchup, only 2.4 million. And Iowa and Minnesota, both of those programs are going to bowls this year. And Iowa is actually going to the Big Ten Championship game, was the least watched of all the uh, big matchups, 2.5 million viewers. That's pretty amazing to me. And I know it was Fox Big Noon kickoff, but still an 11 a.m. game. And it, let's not act like, I mean, I, I like the show and I like that it was on campus, but most most college football fans are watching ESPN game day, college game day, wherever that is. That's what they're trained to watch. So I don't want to, let's not act like, oh, Baylor had this enormous lead-in audience. It just was it ended up being a great football game. And those are two Big 12, true Big 12 schools that will be staying. So I think it says... A lot for the conference and a lot for those two teams and a lot for the, uh, the that and, and it was only a little bit behind Aaron. I was listening to you list those off The USC and UCLA was in prime time. That's a huge kind of rivalry type game that got a nationwide audience and it barely beat Baylor TCU, which was an 11 a.m. game. I bet that 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 uh, USC US uh, uh, UCLA game was probably about 7 o'clock kickoff or an 8 o'clock kickoff. So that was squarely in prime time on – now, Bedlam was on ABC. What was that? What would the USC-UCLA, either on ESPN or Fox? I believe one, it was one ESPN, of the two. yeah. Okay. Yeah, but um, but pretty amazing that, um, that that Baylor-TCU game. And, again, TCU is 
undefeated, so that is a part of it. But I also think it was an entertaining game, and I think people like watching the Bears play too, even though they have kind of had a down season based on their standards from last season. Okay, we, uh, we've got something special for you. I mean, my gosh, the hits just keep on coming. The Big 12 has landed, and North Texas has landed the, uh, the Final Four for 2030. And we're going to talk to the head of the uh, Dallas Sports Commission, uh, Monica Paul, and we'll do that next. Hey, everyone. With today's Cowboys report, I'm Christy Scales. Kicker Brett Maher tells you why the Thanksgiving Day game this week is such a blessing for his family right after this. Todd thought it would be secure to jog in the cheetah savannah. Todd believed the big cat repellent he bought online was reliable. And now Todd is trying to be faster than this cheetah that can run 80 miles per hour. But the good news is Todd has AT&T 5G that is fast, reliable, and secure. And he learned the best thing to do is stop running and toss her the backpack with the beef stew. AT&T 5G. Fast, reliable, secure. It's not complicated. 5G requires compatible plan and device. 5G may not be available in your area. See att.com slash 5G for you for details. What does it mean to be a part of Cowboys Nation? At Reliant, it means powering the home of the Dallas Cowboys and homes of Cowboys fans across Texas and helping out when needed most. As an electricity provider, it's our commitment to every customer and their family. And it's as strong as our Texas roots. It's our promise today and for generations to come. Reliant, proud to be the official energy provider of the Dallas Cowboys. PUCT number 10007. Cowboys kicker Brett Maher hit a 60-yard field goal in Sunday's win. It was the fourth from 60 or more yards in his career, the most in NFL history. He's a husband and a father of three young girls, and when he made the Cowboy roster during camp, the girls had started their school year back home in Nebraska, so he only sees his family on the weekends during football season. That makes the Thanksgiving Day game this week really special. This and then when the kids are on Christmas break from school will be really the only time that they'll spend an extended time here, actually be able to spend quality time with them outside of them flying in for the weekend in a game. And um, there's a lot more catching up and dadding that I, that I get to do. With today's Cowboys Report, I'm Christy Scales. Cowboy Report brought to you by Richard Carr Buick GMC Cadillac. Cars and trunks are arriving weekly. Highway 6 at the Imperial Exit in Waco and at richardcar.com. Tune in to Dallas Cowboys football on your home for America's team. ESPN Central Texas. Richard Carr has the trucks you want on the lot today. GMC and Buick offer the best SUV lineup to meet every demand. We have dozens on the lot ready to drive. Well-qualified buyers get 3.9% for 72 months on all GMC and Buick SUVs in stock. New Sierra trucks are ready to drive at Richard Carr. Qualified buyers get 3.9% financing plus a $2,500 loyalty rebate for current GMC or Buick owners. Get here now or log on now and drive your new GMC or Buick today. Dealer for details. Richard Carr. They have the truck for you. Genco's Black Friday Cyber Monday Auto Loan Special is here. Apply for your auto loan online and receive a 0.15% loan discount. Plus, every auto loan gets 90 days with no payments. Then have a chance to win 90 more days with no payments. Black Friday Cyber Monday only at Genco. This special runs till December 2nd. Every online application gets an additional discount plus 90 days no payments. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and loan policies. For more information, go to GencoFCU.org, member NCUA. Howdy, Chet Garner here, professional guide, searching for bears in the wild. But not just any bears, oh no. 
a particular kind. With hundreds of thousands roaming freely in the wild, yet still hard to spot, unless you know the signs. There they are, Baylor Bears. If you're a bear enthusiast, or even a bear yourself, join me, and let's find some bears in the wild. Join the expedition at baylor.edu slash alumni. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixins. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. Game time. Weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. The Crawford Booster Club is a nonprofit organization that supports all pirate and lady pirate athletic teams. Through the sale of Crawford apparel and a spring fundraiser, they're able to purchase needed items and products that are typically not in the school athletic budget. The Crawford Booster Club is proud of all the high school and junior high athletic teams, including football and baseball, boys and girls basketball, tennis, cross country, track and field, and golf, and girls volleyball and softball. They encourage all Crawford residents to go to the games, both home and on the road, and let the coaches and student athletes hear your support. In my podcast, Your Money in a Cup of Joe, we talk money management, investments, and retirement in a Q&A style format, helping break down complicated topics. I'm Joe Kalea with Kalea Wealth Management. Look for Your Money in a Cup of Joe on Apple and Spotify. Kalea Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Coach's Barbecue Smokehouse, Ascension Providence, The Baylor Club, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, Versalive Southwest Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Legendary uh, Baylor quarterback J.J. Joe coming up at 520. But right now, we go to Monica Paul, the executive director of the Dallas Sports Commission. And uh, Monica, 
congratulations today. Big announcement. NCAA Division I Men's Basketball Committee announced that North Texas has been selected to host the 2030 Men's Final Four. We know the Women's Final Four. We got word that's going to be 2031, along with the one uh, coming up in just, uh, oh, 2023. Uh, Monica, congratulations. Really appreciate you uh, being on with us. Well, thank you. It's been a big week for us here in uh, Dallas and North Texas, and uh, just very, very excited and honored and humbled that the NCAA, both men's and women's basketball committee, had faith that we can pull it off in 2030 and 2031. Yeah, man, it's it's a ways off, but it'll get here before you know it. (laughs) Now, Monica, how how many years have you been working on this current bid that has everybody found out and I think it was, what, 2027, 28, 29, 30. You know, some of these uh, years were announced today. Uh, when did you start uh, working on this? Because I know about these commissions. I remember, I guess it was Bill Lively that was involved, yeah. Tony Fay, you know, all those folks for the Super Bowl all those years ago. These things don't start like six months before, do they? <laughs> no, not at all. This one we've been working on for uh, about over an hour, uh, sorry, a year and a half. Uh, basically concurrently, uh, side-by-side, going after uh, any year between 27 and and 31. And uh, it starts out a little bit slow in terms of getting the information over to the NCAA and uh, uh, some critical items and just overview of your city. And then it gets into a full, long bid process. And then you do site visits. And then uh, we just wrapped up. Um, October, end of October, and then actually last week on the women's side, uh, our bid presentation. So we actually present directly to the full women's basketball committee and men's basketball committee on what our plan is and how how we stand out as a at a as a city, region, venue, uh, all of that put together. What was the biggest part of that of that plan? You know, what what do you kind of lead with when you put a presentation? Because Dallas has so much to offer, the all of North Texas does. What what really, uh, other than that amazing venue, what is it? Just uh, several things. What do you lead with when uh, when your group gets ready to make a, a a huge presentation like that? Well, it's not one single thing. It's a, it's a couple of things, I think, and we really focus on. We like to do things bigger and better. Uh, we, we have the bid specifications. We, we know what the agreements say. But at the end of the day, every time we host a major event, we want to kind of raise the bar. What is something that we can add to it that, you know, maybe the championship continues to to have or integrate into their planning into the future? We, we talk about our people a lot. You know, we have fantastic partners, and uh, we really have a – I don't know, a can-do type of spirit here in, in Dallas and the FW and for some, uh, the whole state of Texas. Um, and really, you know, NTA is our family when they're coming into town to host an event like this. It, You know, the bid process took a year and a half, and the actual uh, operations and organization of the event will be like two years prior to 2030 and 2031. So you get to really – uh, work hand in hand with these people, and we do that here within our community too. So, um, I think you know, obviously, the revenue generation piece uh, with a number of uh, seats and tickets available for the stadium and the suites is is a big uh, part of it as well. Um, we were able to kind of adjust our hotel rates this time, so uh, we feel like we have the the full package and being able to get into 
get into Dallas and DFW and Dallas Love Field and um, really, really tried to really wrap everything up in a box and uh, not have any questions left at the end of the day of why they couldn't choose uh, Dallas or North Texas. Monica Paul joining us, executive director of the Dallas Sports Commission on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Now, what about that number from uh, 2014? 79,238 fans set a record. Now, Jerry Jones loves setting records. You may have heard. Uh, is this oh. <laughs> did did that come up in the uh, the bid? Like, what? Uh, how many fans? Do you think you could have for this one? Because something tells me that number may uh, uh, may go up a little bit. Well, I will tell you in our bid presentation, we did talk a little bit about that record is still the record, and uh, no one has broken it yet. Uh, so we're very proud of that. But um, as you mentioned, with, with my other partners, we set lofty goals. So we didn't give them an actual number that we're going to guarantee that we're going to hit. But uh, I, I'm pretty sure we're all going to be uh, rowing in the same uh, direction to try to, to elevate and try to break that record somehow. All right. And, boy, Brett Yormark was excited for the Big 12. You kind of talked about your partners. Uh, I've seen so many press releases. You know, it's like everybody's ready to get out there and, and celebrate this. How how much, How much? you know, did you get to know Brett? I mean, he's been on a whirlwind tour. Uh, what about, like, the Big 12 office and, and sort of some oh. of – some of their involvement and uh and by the way the men from the big 12 have done extremely well in these final fours in fact playing in the championship game three years running and winning two of the last three uh championships i might you know stress the the one that my alma mater baylor won well i can't tell you enough uh, and say enough positive things about the big 12 conference and their staff uh you know, they're our host institution in any major bid that we that we do bid on with it from an NCAA standpoint and uh, have hosted not only that 2014 um, men's Final Four, but they were our host institution for 2017, coming up 2023 on the women's side. And many other, whether it's women's regionals or, or men's regionals or, or first and second round. So, um, very important to us, both John Williams and Dana Scharf uh, were with us during our bid presentations and, and had a very, you know, heavy hand in ensuring we're successful that from a sports commission standpoint, we cover it from a city aspect and try to pull all the pieces together. But uh, the student athlete experience and the knowledge and, you know, just overall experience that the Big 12 has uh, in their staff of running championships is, is second to none. So there's no one I would rather go into battle with and, and put a plan together to host such a prestigious event like the NCAA men's or women's Final Four without our Big 12 partners. So uh, we look forward to continuing that partnership uh, well down the line. How does it work with the women's and the men's? Are these sort of two different? Can you, you said you did some things concurrently. Are you able to kind of uh, uh, not duplicate, you know, and present a lot of the same material? Or do you really have to uh, kind of dig in and, and stress different things when you're putting those uh, bids together? Well, it's a, uh, they're very different. I mean, you're talking about, um, you know, AT&T Stadium being a men's Final Four, um, a lot more people in terms of the number of people yeah. that would be coming into town. And American Airlines Center being our focus uh, for 
the women's final four bid. Uh, but the city aspects are, are, are very similar. We talked a little bit more about regionalism and uh, on the men's side, just because it does take into account mainly Dallas and the city of Arlington, just based off of where venues and uh, hotels are, are at. But um, they, they have a different feel. Uh, the bids that we do on the men and the women's have, have a little bit different feel. We, um, uh, we, we, we usually have a skit and an overall theme on, on the women's side, and we felt we really uh, needed to push the envelope and get a little creative and think outside the box on the women's side this time because we're hosting at 23. So, you know, would the Women's Basketball Committee – commit to giving Dallas another women's final four when we still have one to host. So uh, we did get a little bit outside the box on our, on our uh, defining destinies uh, um, trilogy that we, and and movie trailer that we created. So uh, we had a little bit of fun with it, uh, but at the overall, uh, the players outside of the venue are very, very similar in what we, what we present. Can we, can we view the film? Have y'all put that out anywhere? I'd like to kind of, uh, kind of, kind of see some of this we haven't put it out yet i'll have to uh after the holidays or circle back uh-huh. with uh some of our team to to see what we can get out we had a lot of people come in and uh that have been supportive of us but you know in a bid presentation you can only have five people in the room six maybe uh so there are a lot of other people who are important uh for us to be successful when we're putting this on. So uh, we were able to get uh, some videos to incorporate into that. Former women's basketball committee members who are uh, part of our LOC, former players that played in maybe 2017 Final Four here in Dallas or that uh, we work with and host other events with. So um, we had a a great time on on the women's side and um, to get get that support to try to grab that 2031 – final four all right what is your rooting interest by the way and are you a huge basketball fan did you uh did you grow up loving basketball or or play and and what was uh which uh which school are you closest to oh well uh my uh alma mater is that uh down the street a little bit in austin uh those longhorns <laughs> so uh i get my horns up pretty pretty regularly and maybe not this isn't the week to be talking about it i don't think but um <laughs> <laughs> but uh and and you know i am a women's basketball fan uh for sure uh and men's basketball uh as well i i I won't say I watch every week, but I do. Uh, I do follow pretty regularly and definitely into the postseason. So, I, the excitement on both the men's and women's side to see Big Twelve representation and uh, you know the Baylor women have been phenomenal. We've hosted many, you know, Big Twelve champion, women's championships and uh, um, uh, women's regionals and that sort of thing. Where Baylor women have been in there, I think maybe our my Texas women have a chance to to possibly make it uh, far into the tournament this year. They've been playing pretty well. And um, I think we both have Texas and Baylor coming up here in, in Dallas over at the American Airlines Center in, in mid-December. So um, from a basketball yeah. standpoint, so that, that'll be uh, pretty special and exciting in itself. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, just some great opportunity here for growth of basketball. Um, and you know, one of the things that I enjoy too is the the ancillary benefits to our the residents that live here, the kids that uh, yeah. grow up here. That you know, 
have dreams of maybe playing on those final four courts one day and man to make those dreams come true that's that's a kind of a once in a lifetime opportunity in itself well you know where jody conrad went to college i should add uh even with uh, i understand your your love of the longhorns but she is a baylor graduate so we (laughs) we claim we claim jody for sure but my gosh what an unbelievable run and and uh this is going to be so fun for everybody. Monica, congratulations. Um, you know, I guess you can take a little breather because uh, it's a few years, uh, although one of these is not that long away. Uh, but go out, celebrate, and then, then of course, uh, we'll start working on whatever next bid we need to make. But uh, thank you for what you've done, uh, and uh, congratulations on a, on a very exciting day. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. You bet. There she goes, uh, Monica Paul, uh, and uh, boy, the uh, head of that sports commission, the Dallas Sports Commission, and uh, really played a huge role, the executive director of the Dallas Sports Commission, to be exact on that. Okay, Uh, we're now going to move on to a Baylor legend, J.J. Joe. We've got a lot to talk about and react to on what happened against the Frogs and then looking forward to this Longhorn game. Let's check in with uh, J.J. Joe next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time to check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Big 12 honors for Baylor guard L.J. Cryer, plus Coach Dave Aranda and the Bears move past TCU. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Say big during the Black Friday sales event at Allen Samuels in Waco. Celebrating with an incredible lineup of all new 2022 Jeep models like the Grand Cherokee, Grand Cherokee L, Renegade, Gladiator, Wrangler, and the Wrangler 4XE. Jeep SUVs are known for their design and technology. The Grand Cherokee L even brings you extended seating with a third row. If we don't have exactly what you want, we can order it today. Come see what Allen Samuels can offer you and your family and find the Jeep that fits your lifestyle. Come by. Let's be friends. The Bears closed the regular season this Friday in Austin against Texas on ESPN Central Texas. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Let's go! Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. You're listening to the Baylor Sports Beat on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Congratulations to Baylor junior guard L.J. Cryer, named yesterday the Big 12 Conference Player of the Week. He averaged 23.5 points in the Bears' two games in Las Vegas, including a career-high 28 in the win over UCLA on Sunday. The Bears back in action tomorrow afternoon, a 3 p.m. matinee in the Farrell Center against McNeese State. Meanwhile, Baylor football continues practice for their Friday regular season finale in Austin against Texas. Head coach Dave Aranda asked at his press conference, is it tough to move past this TCU loss from last Saturday? 
we spent um, quite a bit of time, you know, yesterday. So we come back yesterday, and that was really kind of a Sunday slash Monday for us. And, um, you know, it was very much on their faces. There is a couple of guys still emotional in it, in the meeting, from uh, the game, you know. And, um, you know, we talked about the, you know, the... There's a um, there's a there's a Scottish warrior. He says something like, "I'm gonna lay down here and bleed a while, and then I'll rise and fight again." And I think that's totally it, you know. And I think the the ability to really uh, collectively kind of rise and fight is what it's all about. And so that's all we're talking about. The energy today was really good, and I think we continue to build on that. And uh, I think the more film we show them, uh, Texas kind of speaks for itself and just the the uh, opportunity that's presented uh, there Friday morning and just the whole of it, I think, um, you know, we'll, uh, I know I'm really looking forward to it. I feel the team will be too. Dave Aranda and the Bears taking on Texas in Austin on Friday, 9 a.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's an 11 a.m. kickoff Friday here on ESPN Central Texas, television Friday on ESPN. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more. Choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung, with one line of unlimited 5G for $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Switch now and get both to save more, only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams and SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at myatfuels.net. That's myatfuels.net. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is hiring team members for all shifts, weekday, weekend, and overnight shifts available. Starting wages up to $20 an hour. Benefits after 30 days. Competitive and on-demand pay. 401k matches. Bonus potential. Tuition reimbursement. Tractor Supply Store discounts and much more. Tractor Supply Distribution Center in Waco is located at 2801 Corporation Parkway. Apply online at tractorsupply.jobs. 
That's tractorsupply.jobs. Or you can even text Tractor DC to 25000. Run, don't walk to the Baylor Line Foundation's annual membership drive. Sign up or renew your membership today at BaylorLineFoundation.com for a chance to win a basket of Baylor Line gear and more surprise giveaways. Members get exclusive discounts and opportunities with Baylor Line partner organizations, plus you'll get a new issue of the Baylor Line magazine delivered right to your mailbox. Support the voice of Baylor alumni since 1859 and the organization doing the most in the Baylor family. Become a Baylor Line Foundation member today at BaylorLineFoundation.com. It's fall, pumpkin spice is everywhere, and football is back. The temperatures are dropping, and you think you have escaped summer's dreaded effects on your foundation. Then, you see it. Where did that crack come from? Wait, this door doesn't latch. Or, why doesn't this window open? Most people don't realize the full effects of summer soil movement until September or October, and the fall season is typically the busiest time of the year for foundation repair. Do you want your home in tip-top shape for the holidays? Do you want the topic at Thanksgiving dinner to be that big crack in your wall? Then you better call the doctor. He'll craft the best solution for you and your home and get you back on the level in no time. Call us today at 863-8800 or look us up on the web at INeedTheDoctor.com. So for doors that are sticking and cracks in your walls, the Foundation Doctor will make a house call. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weinch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by BP Services. Monday Night Football saw San Francisco beat Arizona 38-10 last night. Virginia and Virginia Tech game has been canceled in wake of the shooting that killed three Virginia players. For both teams, the season will end. Tonight in college football, Ball State at Miami of Ohio and Bowling Green at Ohio both kick at 6 o'clock. College football playoff ranking show tonight starting at 6 o'clock on ESPN. The return of EA Sports College football now has a timeline. It will drop the summer of 2024 with some NIL deals for players who are used in the game. Heisman hopeful Tennessee quarterback Hendon Hooker is done for the season after a torn ACL in the loss to South Carolina 63-38 on Saturday. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. That is Matt Mosley's show on a holiday week, and uh, we'll be uh, we'll be joined here in a little bit. We've got all kinds of folks lined up. Uh, Aaron, that was, and we'll talk more about this Baylor-Texas game as we kind of have to move forward. We've been looking back, and it's time now to see how this team's going to perform. It's a, it's another big opportunity. And I, you know, I think uh, sometimes the fans and everybody else, and even the media, there's almost more of a hangover than, uh, and you kind of realize with both high school players and certainly college athletes as well, the resilient nature of it, and that they got to bounce back and play in one of these things. Now, you know, once you're out of the conference title race, you know, I Bears had to show up the other day and basically play spoiler. Um, Texas has some kind of a path. Now they got to have a couple other things happen. Uh, in fact, they've got to have, I guess, Kansas knock off K State 
But by virtue of their win over K-State, there is a path that Texas could get in the Big 12 championship game. So it'll be it's going to be kind of fascinating to watch and see how all this uh, this plays out. I do think, uh, Aaron, uh, we will uh, we reach out to uh, to JJ uh, here in about two or three minutes and just uh, check in with him. And he was wrapping up a couple things, and then uh, I think we can get him on. And, uh, Aaron, you just say the word if you need me to send you that, but I think you have that. And um, we'll, uh, we'll get him on and, and, uh, and visit with J.J., uh, who, uh, in addition to being a former Baylor great, he and uh, John Morris do such a great job, and Ricky Thompson on the games for that IMG Learfield radio. And they'll be doing the same at that Texas game. You know, Baylor played the role of spoiler the other day or were attempting to and almost got it done. How do you bounce back from those things? Well, I would say a, a big packed house. And again, I don't know the day after Thanksgiving what it'll be, what the scene will be like in Austin. Are they going to be as fired up as they have been for some other games like Alabama and some other? No, probably not. Will it be packed? I think there'll be a good crowd. Right, there may be a few seats open there, but I think the Longhorns have plenty to play for, and I think there's a, a lot of excitement. Will the Bears be up for it? I mean, are they too? I, again, I think sometimes we think, oh my gosh, how do they come back from this? Well, if you don't, if you don't get back up and go in there with whatever kind of confidence, swagger that you need, you'll get destroyed. Because the other team, I promise you, has stuff to play for and they're going to do it. What does Baylor have to play for? Well, I mean, better bowl game, great, you know, a, a, a nice ending to the season, a nice way to end, um, you know, for some of these seniors, this could be the last time they ever play. You say, well, what about the bowl game? Well, some of these guys that will be going on to the NFL may not play in the bowl game, and I'll never blame them for that if they don't. You know, they may make that decision, and that happens sometimes. So this is a last chance for some of these people, uh, some of these folks to go out. And this is one of those enormous bragging rights type games. This is big for recruiting. Texas rec- always recruits well. This is, a, this is a huge opportunity for the Bears to go out and uh, – and in this thing the right way, which is to go in there and take down Sark and company. Now, as we're kind of trying to uh, – we'll get you ready, and we'll, we'll reach out here in a second to, uh, to J.J. Aaron, just let me know. Uh, but I, I would say that um, uh, the rest of this week, just so you know, we got Baylor basketball tomorrow, and then, of course, uh, Thanksgiving, and then Friday we have the uh, – we have the, uh, uh, the the Baylor game. So you're not going to get to hear from us much this week after today. Oh, good, good. J.J. Joe, the man, he's in demand. It, it is not always easy to track him down. But, J.J., this week was getting away from me. I realized if I didn't get you now, <laughs> I would not get to talk to you the rest of the week because we have so much Baylor basketball and everything. Happy holidays to you. Early happy Thanksgiving to you. Uh, where will the um, the Joe family? Because uh, of course you'll be working Friday in Austin. What's a uh, what's kind of the Joe family um, uh, tradition on Thanksgiving? Where do you guys like to go, and and uh, and and do you end up hosting this usually? Hey, you know, we the last few years, Matt. Thanks for having me on. Like, you know, you yeah. haven't had me on like in like two months. So, I mean, I I forgot what you sounded like. <laughs> 
Nice. No, hey, 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 man, we, I'm just messing with you. We, you know, we normally, uh, you know, when my wonderful grandmother uh, passed away, we would usually gather over her house. She passed away several years ago. And that's where everybody kind of would be the, the, the point where everybody would go, the train stop. But now we, we do it from home. So, you know, we have three boys and all the boys will be home. My, my middle boy is playing a game tonight uh, of a Harden. I think it's Harden Simmons. Um, but then he'll be home and then we'll, and then also my, my oldest son, uh, his girlfriend is here. Uh, so we'll, we'll have something at home and enjoy a little Turkey and dressing and everything else. What is your favorite side over the years? I'm sure like you're like me, you had these family members that made these amazing recipes. Some of these things get handed down. Uh, you know, I, I, in my mind, there's only one way some mashed potatoes are supposed to taste. Um, well, you know, whether or not it's like the greatest dressing in the world, you kind of in your mind know how the dressing should taste every uh, Thanksgiving after it's done for years and years. My, uh, my mother-in-law makes a great corn casserole. You know exactly wow. kind of how that's supposed to be. My mom makes the, uh, oh, a sheet cake. Oh, she can make an unbelievable chocolate sheet cake that is uh, hard to forget. What is the, if you're kind of naming your favorite uh, Thanksgiving sides, what, where would you start there? Well, hey, I'm going to start with, number one, the dressing, right? And I don't know if you're putting those together now, Mose, if you're saying turkey and dressing. Yeah. For me, like I could just have turkey and just dressing, right? I could okay. just like the dressing has to be right. Matter of fact, I remember the first couple of Thanksgivings where my wife was kind of coordinating the situation. Um, I kind of got in trouble. So I don't advise any young marriage to say this. So she asked me, like, well, how's the dressing? How's everything? And I said, well, the dressing is good, but it's not as good as like my mother's and grandmother's, right? <laughs> oh, nice. Nice. Now, I'd only been married like a short period of time, and oh. she didn't bust me too bad. But, hey, I'll give this to my lovely wife, the Miss Keisha Joe. She then got the recipe from my that my mother, who got it from my grandmother, used, and that's what she does. So now her dressing tastes, it's just like they used to make it. So I love that woman. I'm so thankful, but uh, yeah. I won't make that. I don't advise any young man to do that yeah. or say that to his wife. But that dressing has to be on point. Yeah, that's right? something you'll have to pass. Too, Matt. I'm not sure yeah. about you. Let me say this, too. Yeah. Okay? Uh, brothers don't do pumpkin pie. We do sweet potato pie. Now, that's interesting. Okay. Um, so because I, I think we – so, Yeah. No, so because of my – sweet potato pie. No, sweet potato pie from my East Texas cousins and, and all okay. of those folks. Yeah, it's definitely sweet potato pie, but that's a it's an interesting point uh, that you make <laughs> because it is pumpkin pie, um, and and you. I'm, I'm sitting here seeing how to say this. The people around my table maybe don't exactly look like the people around your table. So yeah, maybe it is pumpkin pie. Uh, now this one will be in Dallas in Lake Highlands, and it, that corn casserole really does get my attention. But it now does. this, yeah, yeah, it's a that's a great one. And then some squash. My mom will do some squash. Uh, excellent, excellent. But uh, and my wife does. Uh, boy, if I if, you know, I got to hit everybody here. Uh, kind okay. of a uh, kind of a spinach cheese there's a spinach I, I know that's not making people that excited but there's a spinach type <laughs> thing that is just tremendous though you can almost use it as a dip you know and maybe put a little something in there and then with my rolls 
I like to do, this is a weird one, I like to do some green goddess, um, uh, uh, you know, dressing and dip my roll, my buttered roll, into the green goddess, okay? Everybody does weird things, and I do a lot of them. But anyway, JJ, I mean, we've got to talk about about football for a second. Um, Man, what a tough deal the other day. What a tough way to lose that one. Um, Looking back, when you were thinking back about it, if you were going to try to have something back, you know, and I'm not asking you to, oh, they did this wrong or that wrong. I would just say that last offensive possession, those first couple of plays, you're always good at breaking these things down on radio and analyzing these things. You know, they ran the ball so well most of the day, but those two runs were kind of felt like they were kind of right into the teeth. TCU was expecting it. It, it, it felt, uh, even that second down run, Boy, they penetrated. I want to say that might have been a two-yard loss to get it back to third and ten. If you were going to go back and kind of say, I wish I had this possession back or this call, what did you find yourself doing in that area? You know, I, th- I thought the last couple drives, you know, you you know, that's, re- that's what we really – we really just didn't go win the game. I felt like at some point we were yeah. up 20 to 28, if you remember, got the ball back. Like eight minutes to go, eight forty or something, and then um, we had a chance. I thought then to really salt the game away because I thought maybe if we got a couple first downs, then it was going to really put TCU behind eight ball. But we got it to third and four, and then you know we really just didn't do anything. Blake Blake made the decision to slide and said, "I think going forward." And I've talked about that. Um, but you know that that one. Then we punted it to them. They scored, and they missed the two point conversion. Yeah. And yeah. once we survived the two point conversion, that last drive is where I thought, hey, they have three timeouts. They have a veteran quarterback. You, you're probably going to have to go win the game instead of try to turn it over to your defense. And um, really, if you think about it, Matt, we had the play. Coach Grimes actually had the play called that was going to win the game. Mm-hmm. Blake just didn't pull the trigger. Yeah, uh, which was surprising yeah. to me. Now, that's not a knock against Blake because, I mean, hey, I've missed many a throw. He made the decision to run on that one because I think he had a predetermined, hey, flat run. Basically, look to the flat. That's not open. I'm running. So they had the play to win it. They just didn't execute it. Did quarterbacks – I'm trying to think. I don't remember the J.J. Joe – slide now you certainly had plenty of athleticism and you didn't mind getting out and running when you needed to um is that something that has been coached more in recent years the slide i mean it certainly came in the nfl because you're you were trying to get these guys in the past decade or so to preserve their bodies in the in the late 80s early 90s was there much sliding done from a quarterback standpoint in college football no, no, because, I mean, these guys get protected. I remember when I was playing, that's in the Stone Age, of course, where we would roll out. You could not throw the ball away if there wasn't a receiver there. So, like, say, for instance, I remember distinctly scrambling oh. out right multiple occasions, and we didn't have a receiver. And whereas today you can just throw the ball out of bounds as long as yeah. it gets back to the line of scrimmage, you're good. Well, you can't. You couldn't do that then? So now I, I'm really not crazy about the slide. I've said this on the radio so many times in the broadcast. Because the only thing protecting you is the fact the ref, the official, can give the defense a 15-yard penalty and throw somebody out of the game. That's really not protection. That's a penalty. Okay? 
So don't say he protected himself by sliding. No, he's not. Because if he slides and he gets, he doesn't even have to get hit in the head. If he just gets hit in the chest, his head is going back. And I'm going to tell you, having taken some hits like that, you're not stopping your head from hitting that turf and you're out. So um, I like what he did almost on the last shot. I like the head force dive. That's what I used to do. Just go down and yeah. typically you're going to survive to the next play. Yeah. It, it, isn't it interesting how they mark those things too? I mean, it's almost kind of like, they mark it where where they think the quarterback started thinking about sliding. You know, it's like they mark it. It's like, it, it, it always feels like it's like six yards behind where they end up. So it, it, there's just not a ton of upside. You're right. And was it the West Virginia game? And I remember hearing you say that on the radio. West Virginia, that was a trade they're willing to take. I mean, you hate to say, oh, this guy's in here being a headhunter. But when they came in there and got that 15-yard or targeting penalty, uh, they again, they knocked the quarterback out of the game. They knocked Baylor's you know, top quarterback out of the game, and that's something a lot of teams are, are willing to take, that trade-off. And you pointed that out on the, at, at, on the radio at the time. That's very interesting because we couldn't get RG3 to slide. You remember that? He, he <laughs> no, didn't he know how. He couldn't. I think they even tried to get the baseball coaches to help him <laughs> – learn how to slide and you remember what he would do he would kind of hang out over on the sideline almost trying to lure the team into one of those 15-yard penalties the only problem was everyone he'd get destroyed I mean you remember some of those hits and he was just it was just like wait well will RG3 ever get back up I mean it was just some of those hits were kind of tough over there no he he was and I I I remember interviewing our Griff one time said hey man has Coach Browse ever talked to you by just getting down. And by getting down, I didn't mean slide. I just yeah, mean yeah, yeah. down. You know what I mean? Um, and he's like, no, no, not really. And because, and I understand why. Because what a coach understands is that ultimately a quarterback is a football player first. Mm-hmm. A quarterback second. And if you start coaching certain things out of a, na- a quarterback's, I guess you could say, toolkit, yeah. you can get him to the point where he becomes very passive. And I think we saw that with Blake. I think – Someone got to him, and he started sliding. And, man, yeah. he had a really big-time baseball slide. He gave up like six yards every time he slid. <laughs> he was a baseball player. Uh, yeah, so you know, got to understand that. Yeah. Right <laughs> yeah, I know. He knows it too well. I, he, he he learned how to slide at an early age. Uh, J.J. Joe joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And uh, what, when you were – when you look at Blake and you see some of the mistakes he's making – in the red zone, I mean, you know, some of those kind of throws are back-breaking type throws. And I watched that throw on replay, and it, you know, he almost kind of does an Aaron Rodgers thing, doesn't he? It's he he certainly has a lot of arm talent, but sometimes, yep. man, he'll just kind of he kind of has that little gunslinger. I'm gonna I'm gonna whip my wrist and and kind of barely even I'm not gonna step into it. I'm just gonna and some of that stuff has worked for him. But then some of it gets him in trouble. What do you do when you're coaching a guy like that? Because those throws, you left points on the board at the end of the half, and you certainly could have used those at the end of the game. Yeah, I, I'll tell you. I mean, if you watch Blake, and I, I really didn't pay attention to it. I'm watching a lot of stuff. And I think it was after, um, oh, I forget the game, the game that um, uh, uh, Ryan Leaf called for us. It was an ESPN Plus uh-huh. game. Yeah. Uh, I think he made a mention of his feet. And somebody mentioned it to me, and I really hadn't been paying attention to it. And I started watching, and I was like, oh, I see what he's saying, right? 
Uh, he's like his feet are sloppy, and that's why his accuracy is waning. And sometimes what happens is you go through a season, you're game planning, you're doing a lot of stuff. Coach Sean Bell is making sure you have con- Sean Bell is making sure you have concepts down. You sometimes lose your way with your technique, your feet, footwork, your, all those things, your eyes. And so I expect Blake to clean that up this offseason. Um, he'll spend time with his probably private quarterback coach, with Sean Bell as well, and he'll get that cleaned up. Because I mean, for him, <clears throat> he sees the field well, I think. Uh, he's able to read coverage. He's able to, he's able to move his hips and feet. He's, able to, he's got a strong arm. Uh, I would rather have to work on his feet than any of those other things. So I think he'll be fine. It's just cleaning up his feet and his technique and everything else will follow. JJ, I appreciate it. I want you to have a, a great holiday. I did run into uh, the son of your high school football coach, Scott Peach, one of my great friends, one of oh, my yeah. fraternity brothers at Baylor. Saw him the other night. Uh, our volleyball team was playing his volleyball team against those those Arlington Colts, and of course, the Lake yeah. Highlands youngsters took them down. All right, we did what we <laughs> we set out to do. But uh, JJ, have a great uh, holiday and uh, in- enjoy and compliment. No matter how the dressing tastes, you know you know where you need to be complimenting. Uh, well, I'm I'll talk to you. My so- <laughs> I'll see you soon. Take care, Matt. All right, there he goes, JJ Joe, the legendary Baylor quarterback. In the Baylor Football Hall of Fame, of course, and then does such a great job. He and John Morris and Ricky on the Baylor broadcast. All right, we got to say goodnight. We got a couple of breaking news items for you. That is next. Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Elevate your career with a new job at Versalift Southwest, a time manufacturing company. Versalift Southwest occupies a 16-acre state-of-the-art assembly and upfitting facility that develops and builds the world's best aerial lifts, digger derricks, and cable placers right here in Central Texas. They are now hiring hydraulic, electrical, and service technicians. They offer a great benefits package and outstanding starting pay. Drop by their location, 7601 Imperial Drive in Waco to apply. When you do whatever it takes to get the job done, they say you're on it. At ASCO Equipment, they work hard to get the job done and get it done right. They partnered with Deucin Forklifts because they get the job done too. Deucin builds cushion, electric, and pneumatic forklifts you buy and rent at ASCO Equipment. And they service and support it. Quality forklifts that get the job done. ASCO Equipment, they're on it, whatever it is. Hi, my name is Amanda Cunningham. I am a local realtor that has a passion for people. I've helped clients buy and sell over 80 homes in 2019 and would love to help you buy or sell that perfect home. You deserve to get top dollar for your home. Listing with an experienced agent that specializes in not only promoting your home, but helping you get your home buyer ready is key. I have a team of people around me that make what I do each day possible. If you're searching for that perfect home, your experience should be pleasant and stress-free. Call me today. I want to meet you. 254-495-0338. Google Amanda Cunningham Realtor with Coldwell Banker Apex to find my website, Facebook, and more. Do you have pain or sports injuries that are keeping you on the sidelines? Start a conversation with a specialist at Ascension Medical Group, Providence Orthopedics and Sports Medicine. Tell us about your activities and your history of pain or a recent injury so together we can create the best care plan for you. We are here with minimally invasive to advanced surgery options, as well as physical therapy, and we treat both kids and adults. Schedule with our specialists today at ascension.org slash Texas Ortho. 
The Big 12 Blitz, weekdays at 5.50 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. BP Services of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services, whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out. Their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel up rates and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908. Call BP Services when electricity is on your list. Call BP Services your needs. I priority. 292-8908. Your need is I priority. Hi, Leo Pacheco again for Chevy of West, where we wish you a most joyous and safe holiday season and invite you to our Chevy Cyber Cash sales event. When you find new roads through Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Chevy of West. Hi, Leo Pacheco, and this holiday season, Chevy of West is the easy choice for your certified pre-owned vehicle with some of our biggest savings this year. When you find new roads through Chevy of West or ChevyofWest.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. Tis the season to give, and it's okay to get. Get holiday gift cards from La Fiesta, Way Cool Tacos, and Village Pizzeria. Purchase $50 in gift cards and get $10 free for yourself or for someone else. And don't forget, it's tamale time. Choose from delicious pork or chicken tamales. Order yours online at LaFiesta.com. Merry Christmas from your friends at La Fiesta. It's time now for the Dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. On is the Dismount. Our broadcast week has come to an end. I don't think we get to visit with you. I'll try to jump on if uh, Aaron and I, we may not be denied. We may try to talk a little bit more, but I think we got to say goodbye pretty much for the week. And uh, encourage you to listen to Baylor basketball tomorrow. Obviously, of the Cowboys game on Thanksgiving, and then the Baylor Texas game on Friday. So certainly, uh, uh, plan your holidays right here with us at ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Aaron, that was an interesting thing you sent me uh, on the difference. Uh, Randy Gregory, and of course, there's still time left, but getting that huge $70 million deal with Denver. Through four games, he has nine tackles, two sacks, uh, two forced fumbles, seven quarterback hits, uh, two tackles for losses. Dorrance Armstrong, two years, $12 million. Ten games, 21 tackles, seven sacks, ten quarterback hits, six tackles for loss. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome, I would say pretty great value and we ripped them for letting randy gregory get away we'll see how it all ends up but right now it's looking okay for those old dallas cowboys all right everybody have a great one have a happy thanksgiving and we will talk to you soon 
It's time now for the Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Here's your host, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 football on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Coming up, we'll hear from the University of Texas head coach, Steve Sarkeesian. His Longhorns hosting the Bears to close the regular season on Friday. That's straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Blitz. Baylor Scott and White, Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. The team physicians for Baylor Athletics.